Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tony Brown, and you're listening to Firearms Cafe, the show where we discuss the philosophies of responsible firearms ownership, as well as the relevant issues and challenges that we face in the current gun culture. Before we jump into the show, let's get the contact information out of the way. You can contact me several different ways. I have the voicemail, which is area code 206 745 You can also record an MP3 or WAV file and email that to me. If you're not comfortable with recording an audio message, please feel free to contact me via email, and I'll read your comments out on the next show. The address for both email and audio content is firearmscafe at gmail.com. That's all one word, firearmscafe at gmail.com. I also have a Facebook listener page, a Twitter account, and a YouTube channel. There are buttons for these at the website, which is firearmscafe.com, so please go there and click on these buttons and like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, and subscribe to me on YouTube. They are all free. If you would like to support the show financially, at the website there is an Amazon search box. If you use it, Amazon will give me a finder's fee on any products that you buy at no additional cost to you. I also have a donate button through PayPal. I'm looking forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you for spending your time with me and listening to the show. Hey everybody, what's going on? Today is Sunday, it's the 11th of January 2015. I recently returned from a vacation with my family. We went out to California for a couple of days and then we went to uh, Las Vegas, Nevada and stayed there. Now, neither of these states recognizes my concealed carry permit from Arizona and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But I had a really good time in both places. The weather was... Um, in California it was cold and kind of rainy, which is a little bit different than from when we usually go there. And in Nevada, it was kind of cold as well. Uh, so we had a little bit of uh, cool breezes the whole time we were there, which was kind of nice. It's, it's a little bit different. Now in Nevada, I, mean, I guess I should just say Vegas. I went and saw the Penn and Teller show. My Now because it was me and my wife and my daughter, if we wanted to go to a show, we either had to tag team it, you know, so somebody could stay uh, with our daughter. So my wife wasn't able to go to the Penn and Teller show, which is a show that I went and saw and really enjoyed it. They do a lot. Well, you know, I guess I shouldn't say a lot. They have sprinkled within their show. They're both very libertarian minded. And so they talk about freedoms and like the fourth amendment and kind of how some of our rights are being taken away, but it's not preachy and it's not all, you know, throughout everything, uh, but it's a very good show. And if you ever, if you are up there, and uh, they have no plans to close their show down anytime soon. But if you are up there and you do have the time, you can get in uh, in, in their thing for about $70. There's usually like coupons for you know, like 30% off, which is what I had. Uh, but it's nice to be able to go and show support to people that you know are pro-gun, that you know are pro-freedom and pro-liberty. Uh, there's so many other, you know, uh, in the entertainment world, there's so many other people out there that are uh, so far left-leaning and uh, that are anti-freedom and anti-gun. But it's nice to be able to go and give your money to them. Now, it's funny. One of the things that they had printed up and had and have had for a while is they have their metal uh, bill of rights. So they've got the five bill of rights on one side and the other. Uh, and the first 10, I guess they've got five on one side and five on the other. It's designed where if you wanted to do protests at the airport, 
you would put that in your shirt pocket or in your pants pocket and you would go through the metal detector and it's going to set it off. And then you're like, Oh, I forgot this. And then it's the thing with, uh, the bill of rights on there. And I'll just, and so it's, it's a way to do a little bit of peaceful protest without really making a big scene. Uh, but it's a way to, to let people know there that, Oh, I don't agree with this type of stuff. So anyway, uh, that's my recommendation for that. My wife went and saw the Cirque du Soleil Michael Jackson's show. I think it was called The One or something like that. Anyway, she said it was really good, uh, and I didn't go see it. So, And I didn't really have that much interest in it. I've seen Cirque du Soleil stuff before, and there it's, it's uh, incredible what those people can do. Uh, but anyway, getting back to let's kind of steer this back to some gun stuff. So I did take a gun with me. In fact, I took that little car P380. And one of the reasons I took that is because with California law, you know, there are magazine restrictions. And so this, the magazine only holds six rounds. So I figured, well, you know, I'm fine there. Um, and from what I could tell, it was on like their safe gun list, the model that I had and everything. So I tried my best to comply. California laws are kind of odd, especially if you're a visitor there. You know, when you're driving in a car, it has to be stored a certain way, which I try to comply with. When you're in your hotel or your residence, uh, that becomes maybe your residence or it's seen from a legal standpoint as your resident. And so you have a little bit stronger rights there. So you can have the gun stored a certain way or, or, and I tried to, again, I tried to comply with the law as best I could. Now, some people will say, well, look, concealed is concealed and you should, you can just carry it around anyway. But the consequences, if you ever got caught would be quite dire. And what I, I didn't want to pay those consequences. I didn't want to pay that price if I got caught. So I tried to very, very hard to hopefully stay legal. And I think I succeeded at it. And, you know, that's another thing when you're in a state, maybe where you, if you're, if you're, uh, you've got a concealed carry permit from your state or you're allowed to just, uh, there, there is no permit system, maybe kind of like Arizona, I think Wyoming, uh, Vermont, Vermont has nothing. So as long as you're not a prohibited possessor, you can carry and it's sort of the same thing here. We still do have a permit system and we also have, uh, what you would call a permitless system where as long as you're not a prohibited possessor you can carry pretty much anywhere now there are some places where you still can't carry and even if you have um and unless you there are some places where unless you have a permit you're not allowed to carry and then nevada is has its own kind of wacky laws nevada is used to recognize the arizona concealed carry permit but even with that as you guys know there are still places where you can't have it with you. Uh, but in Nevada, it's a little bit different. Uh, you can, well, the, the reason that they no longer recognize Arizona is because Arizona reduced the amount of training or, or class time or something that you had to have. And so Nevada said, well, you no longer meet our criteria. And so we'll, uh, we're, we're going to strike you from the books. But as again, kind of like in California, once you're in your hotel or your condo or wherever you're staying, or at a friend's house, uh, for that matter, I guess. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know how that would work. Because part of the thing is, or the way that some of the laws were written was that you were actually, you were paying money 
to be in that place. So you were renting it, even if it's uh, just, you know, a, uh, uh, like I said, a hotel room or a condo or something that you would be staying at like a vacation exchange. So I don't know. That's interesting. If anybody is out there from California, if you know, or from Nevada, if you're just staying at a friend's house, does that technically become your residence at that point? And do you have maybe some of the same protections as if you're renting, you know, renting a room or or that type of thing? I never really thought about that. Anyway, like I said, I tried to comply with all those laws and do everything. And Vegas has some weird stuff for what they consider concealed and not concealed. And it's, it's bizarre. And there's stuff for like, if you're driving around in the car, this, that, and the other thing. So, but anyway, a good time was had by all. And it's always nice to be back home. As far as kind of maybe some behind the scenes stuff uh, with the show, I'm going to try and get, uh, do some more interviews this year. And um, I know I want to get, get myself on some other shows as well. Maybe do some guest things, uh, guest spots and have some other people come on this show. So, you know, so for me, it's just, uh, it's not always just kind of blab. And I always kind of think, well, does anybody really want to come on here or that type of thing? But, you know, it is, uh, it is a community. And so being part of a community is getting out there and kind of having interactions and all that other stuff. So, and I know I do a little bit of shout outs at the end, but it's different, you know, when you actually kind of do some, some shows. And so, you know, recently I did a show with Ken and, and we kind of had our, our, just us kind of shooting the bull, but it was still a good show. I thought we covered some good things. Anyway, let's move on to some other stuff, uh, which I, I have been noticing here lately. And that is, there seems to be, and I don't know if it's always that there's Probably there's always been the same amount of nonsense, but it seems to be lately that there is just tons of just crazy, illogical ideas when it comes to training, when it comes to certain products that are out there. And in some instances, and especially maybe with a product, they're kind of a, it can be kind of like a self-correcting product or a self-correcting idea. You know, if it's a bad idea, especially if it's a product or if it's poorly made, the market a lot of times will kind of correct it. Uh, you know, and, and especially in this age of, of social media, it's kind of a double-edged sword in that you can reach a lot of people with a crummy product, but also, or a crummy idea or a crummy, uh, Uh, training philosophy, but also because you are reaching a lot of people, there's a lot of people out there that are going to say, no, this is crazy or this, that, and the other thing. And so it kind of, it does sort of self-correct. And so there's been several videos and I, I don't have the specifics of them, but there's one video where a guy is sitting in a truck and he's like, I think he's in like a a four-door Toyota Tundra. And he's talking about, oh, what happens if you're stopped in, a, in your vehicle and you need to fire at somebody, but you need to do it from a different angle or this, that, and the other thing. And so what he talks about is he's going to go and he's going to get out Well, he's going to go into the back part of the vehicle and then he he's going to then sh- engage the target from there. So what he does... And what I thought he was doing, what he what he was going to do when he first is going to do this, start his series of maneuvers here. I thought, oh, he's going to 
crawl from the front seat because he's the scenario would be somebody shooting him. So he's going to crawl from the front seat and get into the back seat and then maybe, you know, kind of hide his position a little bit and then try and shoot from there. But he doesn't do that. What he does is he gets out. He's in the front driver's seat. He gets out, opens the door, walks around into it, gets into the back on the driver's side, crawls in the seat over to the rear passenger, opens the door, and then hangs upside down. So he's hanging by his left arm, so his head is pointing toward the ground. And then with his right hand, he's shooting at a target. And then he kind of flops out when he's done. And it's just just one of the most bizarre, oddball things that I've ever seen. And then there's another, and of course he was just hammered and eventually took, you know, I think he eventually took the stuff off. And then there was another video where a guy has got two young girls. One of them is probably what, maybe... 10 or 11 the other one's maybe 14 or 15 or so and he's got them in they're inside of a gym and they're using airsoft guns and they're running around and they're shooting the guns and they're running in front of each other and then they're doing stuff where at one point they're they're doing rolls but at one point they're kind of one behind each other and then they kind of lean out to the left and to the right and they've got their guns and they're shooting of course these are airsoft guns so they're not, you know, they're not really making any sound or doing anything. But holy cow, they were constantly, uh, you know, just doing just nutty, nutty stuff. And of course, this was being touted as, well, this is what you could do in a real situation if you had real guns. And of course, you know, we're just using these airsoft for an example of what you would do with real stuff. Well, in one exercise, what they do is you have two of them are in the back. The third person kind of runs around, drops to the ground and rolls and is basically right in front of the other people that are behind her and they're all shooting, you know, pew, 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 pew. And, you know, there's always uh, lots of kind of wacky holster systems and all sorts of other stuff that are out there. Uh, I saw a thing recently, I think Pincus had put something up about uh, a holster and what it it's hard to describe it was called the zero effect or something i can't remember anyway it was basically a um you had a plastic tube that the barrel of your gun would go over and then it kind of came back up so it formed sort of a u and then there was like a belt clip that would go on and then what you would do is you would put your the barrel of your gun on that tube part or the dowel part, whatever you want to call it. And then you stick that in your front waistband or behind you. And then the um, it's held in there, I guess, maybe with the pressure of your waistband and the belt that you would have. But there's no there's no holster. And there is no way that, that the, uh, the trigger is not covered. So basically, you're just waiting for an accident to happen at that point. Uh, and then in the, I, I saw, I went to the website and so I think it's called zero effect or something like that. But I went to the website and they got a dude like jumping up and down on a trampoline and doing flips. And he's saying, Oh, the gun stays in place and this and that. And you know, with a lot of this stuff, with a lot of these products and a lot of these training ideas and these new things, I don't know how much of it is people that just sort of 
kind of see stuff on TV and the movies and they think, well, that makes sense to me. And, but they don't really have any, any training or any experience at all other than maybe just standing on the range and, and, you know, doing things that they think looks good, but they've never been to a class. They've never, you know, uh, even shot competition. Uh, and so they, you know, they're not really used to logically thinking things out when they design this stuff, when they come up with it. And of course, you know, anybody can say that they're a trainer and anybody can say, well, this is my idea and it kind of goes against conventions and it's the newest and greatest thing. And that's what a lot of times people out there are looking to make a name for themselves. They want to have stuff that has, you know, their terminology that's, that's being coined or their movements that are being made. And, uh, you know, I even see it kind of in the big name trainers, you know, they're, they're still are good. They're good people and they know what they're doing, I guess, but they are, they, they want to brand themselves and use certain terminology and this and that. When, you know, I think sometimes a lot of this stuff, you could just say, hold the gun here and reload it like this. And you don't have to use all these other oddball terminology and, and, uh, you know, maybe they learned it in the military or maybe they learned it from some other person. And so they've just sort of accepted that dogma when they don't necessarily need to use those terms. And, and I guess in, in, in one aspect, I can see why you would do it maybe because then it becomes a a specific thing, but I I really don't know how necessary a lot of that stuff is. Uh, I think sometimes it, uh, it kind of comes off as hokey or corny or in some aspects it can come off as a little douchey too. Uh, you know, oh, you got to use my terms and you got to do this, blah, 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 blah. So, anywho. Now, let's talk about maybe some good training that you can get. And I know that uh, and I don't have the dates on it. And I'm going to try and get Chaz on the show here in the next couple of three weeks. Uh, but they're doing a show out, a show, geez. They're doing a training class. And I can't remember, I can't even remember where. Um, but they are doing a train. He. Chaz and Ken and I think John Hottaway are going to be doing a training. I I want to say it's maybe, is it April? I can't remember. I probably should have looked it up, but I'm too lazy. But anyway, those guys are good. Any any training that you can get by Masada Ayub is good. Anything from Rob Pincus. And although I haven't had training from him, I, I definitely want to to get some from him. And that's from Daniel Shaw. And he is with, is it Thunderbird Tactical out in Kansas? Uh, and I'm going to try this year to get out there and, and have some training with him. Now, I've listened to all his uh, all his podcasts and I've watched all his videos. And for some reason, and I'm not exactly sure what it is, but the way that he presents the material sort of just clicks with me. And maybe because he's not throwing a lot of extra BS out there, maybe because he's had, had so much experience when he was in the, in the Marine Corps, uh, with training other people. Um, but the way that he presents the stuff, it clicks and it makes sense. Everything seems logical. Everything there's, there doesn't seem to be a lot of kind of that extra nonsense, or you got to do it my, you know, you got to do it my special ninja tactic way. Uh, it just seems to, to, to kind of to flow. Uh, and like I said, I don't, 
I haven't had any had a chance to have any training with him yet, but I definitely want to get out to uh, Wichita or if he ever came out to Arizona somewhere or if he ever came out to, you know, one of the nearby states that I could, you know, like New Mexico or Colorado or something where I could drive to if he was doing a thing, I would definitely go ahead and get signed up for that. Uh, and I think I talked about on the last show too that I'm going to do the apple seed and that's coming up in April. Uh, but that's dirt cheap. That's like 60 bucks. So, and I'll get two days of good training with that. So anywho, uh, I think that's maybe going to, no, are we going to wrap it up here? It's kind of a short, quick show. I only got one bit, uh, excuse me, only got one bit of feedback and that was from Isaac. And, uh, it was just a little thing saying uh, that he liked the show. Uh, keep up the good work type deal. So, uh, Isaac wrote in, Hey, great show. Glad to see someone is about the facts. Love the show. Keep it up, Isaac. Uh, what he was referring to was some of the stuff that I had talked about on the show last time, which was trying to get as much information and as much factual information as you can and try to come to your own conclusions and, and, and try and temper your own perceptions and not to let other people and other organizations kind of write the narrative for you and so be careful of jumping on bandwagons and jumping on the you know the i hate cops bandwagon or the i love cops bandwagon and uh, you know both have their have their pitfalls and everything so uh, like i said i think uh, today's show is going to be a little bit shorter uh, but i am trying to make a commitment to at least getting something out and hopefully it's uh, somewhat worthwhile and like i said i do want to get more do more interviews and have more guests on the show. And uh, that way I can kind of put them out a little bit uh, uh, more regular on a more regular basis. Also, if I have somebody that's set and scheduled, it'll force me to make the time uh, to go ahead and put out a show. So uh, let's see. Oh, don't forget to join the NRA places like uh, JPFO, SAF, uh, which is uh, SAF is the second amendment foundation. And in fact, I think there's, they've got a lawsuit going in Washington about the I one ninety five or whatever it is that basically was kind of the BS um, background check law that, that went way, way beyond what, what uh, they were saying that it was going to be. Uh, so I think there's going to be a lawsuit. I think a lot of that stuff is going to get kind of knocked down. And I think, I don't know, it's hard to say what's going to happen with the future of that stuff. Uh, I know that that they're going to go forward with uh, looking at other states. I think they've got the uh, Nevada is in their sights. I want to say Arizona maybe. I don't, I don't know that it'll happen out here in Arizona. Uh, but especially if a lawsuit is going on, and especially now that, they did like the sneaky Pete stuff in Washington. Hopefully the message could get out that, Oh, this is not, you know, they lied about stuff that happened here and there. And so they may have kind of, you know, shot themselves in the foot. And, uh, so we'll see on that. Uh, but anyway, let's take a look at some of the other shows that are out there, uh, that I would recommend for you. Like I said, I've been listening to, uh, sticks and Toby over at, uh, the armed squirrels project. Um, there's also downrange radio. Um, there's gun talk, gunfighter cast. If they ever, 
if he's ever able to put out a show again. Hopefully Daniel would be. Oh, I saw a thing on Facebook, speaking of Gunfighter Cast. He was doing some videos with, I think, Funker Tactical or something like that. Anyway, uh, you can go over to Gunfighter Cast to their home website and you can see kind of what he's been doing over there. He did a review on the Scorpion. So, uh, which, you know, it's funny. I, I'm kind of up and down on the whole AR pistol, you know, thing that probably should be maybe more of a short barreled rifle than a pistol type thing. I, I'm kind of, I go back and forth on that, whether I think it would be, uh, is a good idea or a bad idea. I don't know. Everything's lots of pros and cons on that. But anyway, well, let's see. What's some other good ones? Oh, there's uh, Modern Rifleman Radio with Ken and Brian. There's, oh, one that I've been starting to listen to is New Shooter Canada, and it's a guy named George does that. So maybe I'm just starting on that. Uh, now that I've been, that I've gotten back on vacation, I've listened to a couple of them. I kind of like them. Just a sing, he does a single podcast. And another single podcast that I like a lot, of course, is Chaz with the Road Gunner podcast. There is um, Slamfire Radio which is more of the Canucks. Uh, there's gun dudes, all that type of stuff. And I'm sure I'm leaving somebody out. There's Paul, although he hasn't done one in a while, but I'm, I'm not one to throw stones. Uh, there's uh, Paul with um, Safety Solutions Academy podcast. I think that's the name of it. I think his last one was back in November, so it's been a few months. Uh, but anyway, Paul always puts out some good information. You may not always necessarily agree with everything that he says, but at least he... When he puts his points out, he gives his reasons for it, and they're generally pretty logical and I, I think pretty well thought out. Now, like I said, I, off the top of my head, I can't I can't think of of um, too many others. Let's see. Oh, with Ken, I know he's got the Rimfire podcast. I know he was going to try and get some of that stuff going again, kind of like how I I was going to try and get some of the stuff with the Armed Ape going, which I actually did. So for some of you guys, maybe that have shut off the feed or unsubscribed. I actually put out a show. When was I think right before I left for vacation, I think I put one out on the 29th, I think. Yeah. So it was like right before we left. So if any of you guys were the ever the part of the armed ape club, you can go over there and download that new episode over there. And I'm going to hopefully get those out. Uh, again, I've got some ideas for doing a show for this week because I'm going to have some downtime. So, uh, anyway, that's enough of my shameless promotion for me. I think that's going to do it for today. So, anyway, I will talk to you guys next time. Take care. <laughs>